You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Welcome again to the Monster Sci-Fi Show. I am your host, the Monster. Hey, it's me, Mr. Gene. Gene. We're together. We got together again during the pandemic, but we're six feet away. Literally. <laughs> so, <laughs> not six feet under, six feet away. It's good. Yeah. All right. That's where we're going with? I have no idea. <laughs> we haven't done this in a while. It takes... That's the, the best. That, that's just, a, hopefully, that's not the best joke that we have for tonight. Being six feet under. I, it was a good show. Didn't HBO produce that? I don't know. Six. I, don't know. I, I, I want to see it, but I, got I know too so many much. things. Too much programming. Right. So little time. So little time. All right. So for today's podcast, we are doing a Mulan review of the live action one that just dropped over Labor Day weekend. But before we're going to do that, we are going to talk about couple of items we have just watched the dune trailer we ah. just watched the discovery season three trailer uh, i'll mention something real quickly about the walking dead ending after 11th season so i'm like <clears throat> okay <laughs> i mean are you still watching that show i i yeah. Uh... <laughs> no you say that for the milan trailer well, you sorry, do that too right, soon right. Well, too soon i spent i blew my load Okay. Ancient Chinese secret, secret huh? huh? <laughs> taking me away. All right. Um, but the, the thing here is that that series is... Let, let's just start off right off the bat with Walking Dead. Okay. Walking Dead is now going to its 11th season. And I stopped watching it, I think, somewhere in the 8th or ninth season when Negan kind of knocked out... Um, was it Glenn and Abraham brutally in the opening season of eight or nine? I forget again which one. So I know Rick, uh, spoilers, yeah. gets, <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> gets killed, but they are making a Rick Grimes movie, which is weird, but I'm like, okay. So after The Walking Dead is done, we are getting a Carol and Daryl, Carol and Daryl spinoff. <laughs> I- and you still have Fear of the Walking Dead. You have a new series, like an anthology series of The Walking Dead. And I'm like... What does this AMC have? It, I don't know. It doesn't know. have Mad Men it's, anymore. It's just got this, it's, right? It's like all Walking Dead all the time. And I'm like, it's not that it's a bad thing, because one of the ben- the benefits of having that graphic novel is that it's not so much about how this all started. It's just more about how people are dealing in a post-apocalyptic world where shit has gone downhill and how people react to each other, and sometimes in very horrible ways. That's fascinating. I enjoy the drama of that. You enjoyed. You don't watch it anymore regularly. I, 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 I kind of lost interest. You know? It's okay. I'm not but, saying that's a but, sin. That's but just... when you get back into it, you kind of get back into it, and I kind of heard, you know, it, it doesn't... It kind of like waned a bit, but I'm like, who hasn't waned a bit after that many years on on TV? But it's like you might as well end on a good note. It's just, this is the last season. 
supposedly on the last season. And I think it's like 22 or 24 episodes and for like, the season. So all the like, original characters are dead or what? No, no, no. no. <laughs> so, um, I mean, if you killed Rick Grimes, I, I didn't even watch it, but I know that Rick Grimes is the main character. Yeah. The cop that wakes up in the coma after the, but okay. No, yeah, I think he's dead, but I don't know like, to what extent. There was a picture that I saw of Negan and Daryl sitting together. So I guess um, Rick being killed, Negan kind of takes over and becomes the caretaker of the group or something like that. I don't know. I have, And I stopped reading the graphic novel <laughs> um, up to the governor storyline. And I thought that was really uh, brutally savage. Right. Until I saw what Negan did and I'm like, I uh, I stand corrected. <laughs> I, I mean, it's brutal, and I love the actor who does him. But I'm like, I I think there's sometimes you need to like walk away for a bit, and then come back, because you really can't be in that mindset for such a long period and be like, you know, this well, is good. You like to eat though, right? So I mean, if you're gonna show, <laughs> so in other words, they're not eating because I'm not watching. And Someone's not, watching. Someone's always right, watching. Exactly. Except so. Star Trek's Discovery. No. Oh. <laughs> so let's go into that crap. <laughs> that was that was a fair segue, right? Yeah, that, it, that it's a very good segue. Walking Dead right into Star Trek's uh, Star Trek Discovery. So yesterday or the day before, I'm still oh god, I'm still blanking out here. Yeah. Was Star Trek Day? Why is that day different from all others? Because someone said, hey. Wasn't that the day that Star Trek first uh, aired back in 1966? Sure. <laughs> Why not? Why not? And you saw what DC did with Fandom. So let's jump on that bandwagon. Because everyone's staying home on Tuesday <laughs> to watch nothing but Star Trek. Which was... I knew the day was happening, but I'm like, I'm watching other things like Milan and... I think I think that Star Trek's in a it's in a hole right now. Yeah, you know, I mean, we all watched first season of Discovery. I think we kind of maybe watched Discovery season two. That was optional, but we all watched Picard. Now we're all like, oh. I don't, I don't know anyone who we really still haven't seen Picard. Lower Decks. No, you saw a, an the episode. first episode, right? I haven't yet to see anything. Wait, but I thought you you subscribed for no, for no, the no. Free. I'm waiting. For all the episodes to be done. Oh, then you'll jump and on. And then I'll jump in so I can just do it in one binge month or whatever. Or whatever comes first because October 15th is Discovery Season 3. So your thoughts on watching this trailer that appeared, I guess, on Star Trek Day, which we missed. It, it looks fine. I don't, I don't, but I don't care about it anymore. I, I, you've lost me as an audience member. I mean, it used to be fun to watch the show. You know, week by week. But now I'm understanding, like, you, you did all of it, right? It's all done, right? Why don't you just let me binge it? Just throw it off. I know you got to make me pay for it week by week so you can at least get three months out of me. At least. You know, at least get your, what, seven ninety nine times, whatever. You know, 20 bucks, 30 bucks out of me, but I'm, I'm not participating in that. Yeah. And even though the show looked, it looked fine. I think that this, the show finally has a, a chance to showcase its cast. Right. You know? I'm sure you'll get that those people that now have names as a season two will get things to do, you know. Yeah. And, and congratulations, you're completely isolated now. And you right. know that was a problem for Voyager. Good luck with that. <laughs> but uh, but even then, I think that was interesting that it, being them uh, in the Delta Quadrant that they still had to follow Starfleet 
ish, but then like the yeah, the Okapa could be the main bad guys or whatever it was, or like I mean, the, the Bruce... Kozan, the Kazan, right? And then like no, 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 the Okapa. Oh, was it Okapa? The ugly, yeah. the, the, the no, no, that... wait. It's the Kazan. Uh, yeah, the Okapa were the Kess's people. I yeah, think. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, and then the right. the Kurzan, I think where they the Kurzans look like the Priscilla, ugly people. Priscilla, uh does a queen of whatever the damn right, whatever because it was. of that big hair poofy right, thing. they were ugly like bums or I don't know what like you beach call them. bums right and then there then there were the 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 the, the organ harvesting people whose names I can't remember I can't the, the one dealing with the phage the, right the, yeah. those people yeah who, which like, I thought that was kind of interesting because of the harvesting like you said the organs so I'm like yeah that's kind of cool but then they drop but anyway it yeah. looks fine but I don't care anymore I will. Let it go. I'll let it run, and then I'll wait the six months to a year when it shows up on DVD. Then I'll go to my public library because I'm sorry, CBS All Access, you lost me. Yeah, you lost me. You were losing me at Discovery season two with that many producers and, and these weird changes you were making mid season. Mm. You know, even I like Captain Pike; it was fine. But then the Picard show, you lost me. So if you, the only way you can get me back, maybe bring me the head of Alex Kurtzman, and maybe I'll consider it. But it's already in the can, I, and I don't care. I mean, it looks. It looked good, though. It looked promising. I, if I had more time and I wasn't giving all my money to uh, Disney, else. <laughs> yeah, Disney Plus, <laughs> HBO Max, Netflix, maybe I could spare. No, I'm not. I'm not even giving you the time of day. Yeah. I'm done. You, you had your shot. Star Trek is dead to me. Uh, I don't care. Yeah, or at least this. In, uh, but I, I like the sh- I, I, I like the cast. I'm just like you. No, I'm not. I'm not participating. It's behind right. that weird paywall. You've got one show. Maybe to keep me on board. No, but I'm, I'm done. No, it, it, it's not the Star Trek in which we as fans, and just talking about us too, I'm not saying everyone is a fan like we are, but we buy merchandise. <laughs> what merchandise have we seen that's out there that I'm like, oh, I want to get that one, like Saru action figure. That's probably the only one that I would want to get. I I don't know. I'd get a few if they were out there. I'd get at least get a, a, a ship, a model of the ship, which I could get from Eagle Moss. Right. I guess for like $67, but uh, I don't have that kind of money right now. Right. And and to me, it's not even like a thing that I'm like, I got to get this. I really like the DS9 space, uh, space station. Yeah, I want to get that space station. Or you want to get a replica of the Enterprise. It does not, for me, have that same kind of appeal. I don't care about the characters the way I used to care about everybody else, even Enterprise. I had, you know, my favorite. Yeah, but the Enterprise, what the the, the Vulcan girl that they yeah, the, 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 the the replacement seven of nine that they had, right? Yeah, okay. Well, and even get, and even then, like you know, you you can blame Rick Berman for running the, the whole franchise into the ground because it was repetitive. I get that. I really do, because I was just like, you got to do something new. But with Alex Kurtzman, Kurtzman doing something completely kind of like Kelvin Timeline, but not really saying that it is, but it is 25% different. But I'm like, it, it's a hot mess to the point that I'm like, I'm letting this go. I have no skin in the game, so to speak. Again, I, I like what they're doing. I like that cast. I like the show. But they've lost me. I, I will wait, you know? And because there's too much programming out there now. It's not Structure Discovery's fault. I'm sure that there are good people on that show that work really hard. I'm sure the cast are great people. It's just like, I don't have time for it. And I, I, don't, have, I don't have the interest. There are other shows I want to watch more. Right. 
So I agree. Even though you have something that that's fine, I don't have time for it. It's on the back burner. I don't care. Way, way back burner. Well, Doctor Who's behind it. I mean, uh, yeah, exactly. and then well behind Doctor Who's the Orville. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, so you'll watch the Orville, Orville first, and then Discovery. It's like, no, no, no. I'm not watching the Orville. <laughs> just forget it, Marty. It's it. You love it, I know, and a lot of other people like it. It's just parody to me, and I, I will not dignify it. And, and then, I watched the first season. All right, I'm done with it. For you, I watched the first season. Like, Nobody gets do, good to doing season two, Jim. Like, no, I'm not. I'm not doing. No, it. and I said, just watch the two parter episode. Just do that. Not even. But there was something that we, because we were, you're trying to pitch me Buffy, and I, and there was something, oh, I pitched you Firefly. Firefly, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we got. I give you Angel. Right. You gave me Angel, and I got hooked on Angel. And I'm like, I got to get more and more and more. I'm like, what do you mean there's no more? So, you know, hopefully you'll have the same reaction one day when it comes Shows to Shows will come and go. And that's the thing. There's, there's, there's so many things out there. Yeah. Um, the other thing that if you're curious to what Discovery three uh, season three is going to look like, if you've not heard, if you've not heard of Gene Roddenberry's Andromeda series with Kevin Sorbo, which you know I really liked him in Hercules. Now he's just like not a person I care to be associated with, you know, because of his political views, whatever. But the, the idea of Andromeda is that you have a man at a time who was kind of like in a Federation universe shot 300 years in the future in which that Federation is now gone, but he holds on to those ideals and tries to re- bring back or bring back the whole ideals of what he stood for. Same thing was happening with Starfleet. Starfleet is no longer a viable thing anymore, so it's up to this crew to bring back the Federation and start. Well, seemingly, we don't know that for sure. I mean, it, it looks I, like no, it no, smells it, like, but if it walks like a duck, if it talks like a duck, it it's is, a duck. Yeah, it's it's very much in that vein. But we'll see. I'm, yeah. I'm surprised that no one's saying that now. Yeah, that they're saying that's a drama because people would know. Yeah, wouldn't they? I mean, when the show airs after the first episode, the first few episodes, if someone says Andromeda, then you're right. But I'm yeah. not. Well, maybe I, it's I, I, again, I've been saying this for years. When I saw the idea of going to the future, that's what. I, again, I said they that. didn't have to go to the future. I know they defeated their enemy, and they, and they had time, and they're still like you know you don't they don't have to go to the vortex. Right, everyone's dead now. Yeah. no, 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 we're still going. All right, bye, bye, everyone. Don't tell anyone. We have to fix. Don't continu- tell anyone. We have to fix fucking continuity. Yeah, which was the worst idea. But anyway, <laughs> fine. That's that's kind of what they lost me. Like, yeah. so you oh so it was a covert thing, so we can't talk about it. Yeah, and I'm like oh god, that's okay. That's jumping the shark. I'm done. Yeah. But not jumping the shark. I don't know how to go into doing this. I don't know either. (laughs) (laughs) So, so evidently, uh, I think Discovery crashes into the sand on the planet. There you go. Where Dune (laughs) takes place, where there's sand, lots of sand. That was brilliant. That was brilliant. Good job. That was a good save. You know why you can never start in the desert, Monty? Oh, please. Because of all the sand, which is there. Uh, yeah, just the slides. Anyway, back to do. Go, just go. <laughs> Keep going. Run one, with it. One, two, three. Aye-ya. Kick. So with Dune, what? Because you have yet to watch this. I... You know, you know some scenes more or less. The hand the box thing, right? Hand the box and all that. What were? What's your initial reaction being new to this it, universe? To me, it, it was like, uh, God, what's his name? 
uh, I guess Barry Sonfeld and his inability to drop the tick. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so many incarnations of this, of this show has been out. We're just going to do it again until we get it right. Right. This looked more solid narratively wise. And yet, and I'll, I'll go watch it. I, I want to see this movie. I want to see it done right. I want to understand this universe. Pull me in. But I, I don't know. It looked wonderful. But I, and, and again, elements that were familiar, you know, like, a, like a, a memory coming back of a dream you'd forgotten. Yeah. But it, like, much like with John Carter, that started kind of like science fiction and all the different elements that you see, superheroes like Superman, that other properties took. And then when you finally do John Carter, it's like, no, we've seen this already. But he was, Don Carr was the fucking right, original. Exactly. So <laughs> Dune is, Tarzan, we have a Superman all based right. on this one so thing. So Dune is very much like in keeping of Star Wars, where you have a desert planet, oddly enough, and you have a farm boy or a young boy taking the lead on the story. So a lot of it is going to be like, you tried many times to get the story, like you said, try to get the story done right. I thought the miniseries on the Sci-Fi Channel did a better job to showcase this massive story over three movies. So it's mm-hmm. like a six-hour miniseries. And then you have David Lynch, who really tried to bring a, a massive book to life. And with his vision, and he had many problems along the way. And, of course, it was commercially a flop, but it became a cult status symbol that I'm like I enjoyed it for the hot mess that it is at times but the four hour version that Sci-Fi Channel aired I love it even more and there was a documentary about uh, Alexandro Djordovic whatever he's some other filmmaker who wanted to do this movie before this was done in the 80s he wanted to have uh, Baron Harkonnen played by Orson Welles right Pablo Picasso as the uh, the emperor, uh, uh, Shaddam the fourth. So Pablo Picasso. Picasso. Okay. Yes. So back in the day. Back in the day. Back in the sixties, he was trying. Okay. Or, or, yeah, or the early seventies, he was trying to make this happen. How many drugs was this guy on? Oh my god! <laughs> it is far out there. All these great elements, just like. On the back burner, someone picked up the ball and they tried and like kind of fell flat. But I'm like, so it's a it's a thing that if you know the stories behind it and gets to watch all the different versions of it, maybe they'll get it right. I don't know. I I think because I watched this with my coworkers and those who were not familiar with Dune were more attracted to oh and days in there Oscar or Oscar Isaac in there Jason Momoa so the draw power from them it's what's going to get this new audience that if reason. it gets that audience if the thing is the the, yes. the star power might bring it in but it might be oh god it, oh god is it three and a half hours long no one's gonna see that not in the pandemic no no one's gonna <laughs> see. I mean that was the problem with, with uh, Blade Runner twenty forty nine it was too long. People just weren't willing to give that amount of time to a sci-fi yeah. classic, even though Dennis Villeneuve, for the same director of this movie, it's just too long. And it's supposed to be two movies on top of that. Which I don't know if that's going to actually happen unless it's already in the can. Because, again, it's, it's a weird thing. The thing is, like, Dune is one of those things that your father likes. You know what I mean? You're, you, you're a father now. You like this. Stuff. It's classic to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trying to get a new audience in this, the only reason it's, it's in the archives is you remember it. 
It's the same reason Star Wars is, is still kind of big because our generation grew up with that. Right. Other generation, beyond us, it's kind of it's dying off. Our, our parents' generation is kind of towards the end. They're, you don't have classics from their generation anymore out there. It's just us. You know what I mean? And whatever the new stuff, Harry Potter, that stuff. Uh, oh God, the Hunger Games, mm-hmm. that uh, the Twilight stuff. You know, that's for the other generations. But Dune is—it's just kind of cultish, kind of brought to the to the to the public forum with mm-hmm. the the David Lynch movie, and yep. just sticks. People just keep coming back to it once in a while. Like, and let me try that again. All right, we'll see. We'll see. And again, it looked great. The visuals were amazing. But yeah. I was kind of like taken aback about the Pink Floyd song. The it's, I think it was Dark Side of the Moon, or something similar. So I'm like, okay, Toto did the soundtrack for the first movie. Not that they did a song like on Dune, like they did like for Africa, but you know, like an Aquaman, an Aquaman <laughs> <laughs> that I laughed. When I laughed. Played, I got it. But like Pitbull doing it, I yeah. was like, all right, that. Yeah. And then, like for two seconds, it played, and then, like, I we kind of chuckled. And like, no one else did, but whatever. But we'll see how the soundtrack works out. Um, I'm it's, exci- it's got our money. We're gonna watch it. Yeah, anyway. I'm excited to see it whenever that day is going to happen. What is even going to be better is that eventually my library system is coming back with Zoom like. Online programming, so we'll be getting that Dune podcast or a Dune program up and running. So anyone who registers, hopefully we don't cap the limit too bad, can join us. And we're going to split the book into three parts, books one, two, and three, from the first book. So you're going to take that big tome of a book yeah. and split it into three parts, and you expect, what's your audience? Children? Teenagers? You expect me to read three quarters of... A third of this book, like what, 200, 300 pages? Ish. And then go to the, the Zoom meeting yeah. and then read another 300 pages or whatever. The following one. Uh, that, okay. Uh, <laughs> do I need to mention Comic Book comic book Girl 19 and how you tried to follow her? I don't follow her. <laughs> I, I, I didn't. I never did that. I'm part of her Patreon thing because she's naked. I'll be honest. No, but you bought, you bought her book that she's autographed, but you never read it. Uh, no. I didn't got she, that from Amazon. Right. But didn't she sign that book? No. So you just bought the book? I bought her calendar. No, but you didn't buy... You didn't buy I, w- I was... She was doing... At the time, that she was doing the reading group online right. for YouTube. And I thought, maybe I'll try it. I got the book on Amazon. I never read it. Okay. Well, Gene... Sorry I to disappoint you. I you to be you. at my program. Well, I'm not doing anything else right now. So... <laughs> <laughs> So, as part of your research, if you're not going to do the Orville second season, fuck that. Fine. You're watching Dune and what, reading the book. And what are you giving me? Oh, you, you gave me a great birthday present. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about that? I don't know. No. <laughs> it wasn't anything dirty. No. No. Okay. <laughs> if you don't, Gene, if we don't want to, you don't want to. I'll, I'll do it. Okay, so here's what happened. All right. Uh, Here it goes. Monty and I have been friends for 20 years. I think, is it 30 years now almost? It's coming up on whatever. Uh, 25. 22 will be 30. Okay. So 2022 will be 30 years. No, no. No, no, no. Never take that back. I'm sorry. Uh, I can't do math in my 93 head. is when borders open up, so 93 will be 
30 years. No, here in the, in the area. I mean, it started in Arbor. But, no, no, no. But, but our now branch, it's just missed. Our, yeah. <laughs> Thanos snapped his finger. Now it's a, Joe, it's a Trader Joe's. Uh, but we opened up in 93. Store number 47, so, yeah. Yeah. So, it, again, 2023 would be 30 years. Anyway, Monty and I have been friends for a while, and he knows that I have a crush, a childhood crush on Leah Thompson. And uh, Monster through what was the app? Cameo. Cameo was able to get a personalized message from Leah Thompson to me that made me cry because I care gave it. It was very heart touching, and I don't think anyone anyone is ever going to be able to top that. It was nice. She mentioned my name. She knew who I was, mm-hmm. and she she mentioned little aspects of my life and shared that she was also caregiving or had been doing it. It was it was really nice. Thank so, you, Monty. Yeah, never be beat. <laughs> so. <coughs> yeah okay so that's fine so anyway just... so it, it when i saw that as an option and i'm like and i saw that she was on there i'm like i just could not pass up that option um to just do that for you yeah just really nice. because that's a, a very unique thing that much like the the Ronin Star Wars figure, the Boba Fett figure, you got me for my birthday. That was no big deal. But <laughs> which I took pictures. I know, which is that was a fun. <laughs> I was like, that's a damn good figure. It's yeah, it is a damn detailed. good figure. I really, really enjoyed them. So I was like, where are the pictures of your stormtrooper that your daughter got? You? Oh, you didn't know pictures of that? <laughs> Just, no, it's up there. All right. Well, you, 13 uh, days, right? Right. 12 days. So right now we're on day three. I put up the first uh, stormtrooper. See, I can figure. read. I got it. <laughs> I'm glad you did. <laughs> so if you go to my Instagram page uh, for the Monster Sci-Fi Show, I have been posting one picture a day from the 13 pictures that I picked which I liked and and not photoshopped, but just kind of enhanced it a bit. Want you to go and look at it. You know, pick the one that you like out of the 13. You know, maybe there'll be some kind of prize giveaway. I don't know. I just want you to just you look at my origami? <laughs> what do my origami? Listen to us. <laughs> Come on, I'll make you a crane. Make a thousand cranes. I, uh, how about a box? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, on that note, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about Mulan. But we'll have a special bonus thing to talk about before we do Mulan. So we'll be back in just a moment. Fans of podcast, I am Rusted Robot. Rusted Robot is seven feet tall. Yes, I've heard. Episodes in the hundreds with pop culture reviews and geek style news. I am Rusted Robot Podcast. You have come here for geek. Will you listen? Listen for free. No, we will run and we will live. Aye, run and you'll live and dying in your beds many years from now. Would you be willing to trade all those days and come back here for just one more listen? They may take our lives, but they'll never take our Rusted Robot Podcast. All right, so we're back to talk about Mulan, but as I've mentioned in the last segment, we're going to do something a little bit different, which we've never done before. Now, I've done BuzzFeed quizzes before. Have you ever done one, Gene? Uh, probably. I don't even remember. I don't. Even, I know that well, I did the houses uh, with Harry Potter. Right. <laughs> and I am Hufflepuff. <laughs> Hufflepuff. 
Yeah, I see it. Yeah, <laughs> I see it. Yeah, but you haven't seen all the movies yet, have you? I'm Ravenclaw, so screw you. <laughs> Neither one of us is popular. <laughs> we're just background characters. We never amount to anything. We're just like, right, exactly. But we're not muggles, at least. Fuck muggles. All I'd right. Like to? I think it just <laughs> at this day and age, oh, I, I'll fuck a muggle too. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Okay. All right. So what we're going to do is uh, a Disney princess Buzzfeed quiz. We're going to find out who's our princess. Or who? What princess we are? What yeah. your princess is? Yeah. We'll go with that. Okay. So we have to first choose a sidekick to help get us through the troubling times. We have Mushu. We have Miko. Which I've did I tell you the story about Miko? No, please do. With my daughter. I don't believe you ever have, and you've shared it with the audience now that you've mentioned it. Yeah. When my daughter was like four or five, we went to Disney and she was doing the whole, you know, potty thing, um, training. And she finally did. When we're at these uh, at Disney and we were eating at the the tavern in um just next to New Frontier, not the New Frontier, the Frontierland. Okay. The, the whatever square. So, you know. Liberty Square? Liberty Square, thank you. Okay. So, um, she was so excited, and I was really proud of her. And lo and behold. Did she listen to this podcast? Because she may be proud of you anymore after you tell okay. this. She doesn't listen to okay. it. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead, then. By all means, embarrass your daughter. So, Miko was there at our table. And she got excited. She's like, Miko, I went poo poo in the potty. And it, like, he gave her a high five. <laughs> and I was just like, so proud of her accomplishment, but even proud to see Miko being appreciative of that. So that was kind of cool. Disney magic. It, it, it really is. Together again. Well, we haven't gone there that's, yet. We're not doing Muppets. <laughs> no, that's their Together new, their new slogan. They have again. a t shirt at the park. All right. Um, Pascal. Uh, I forget. Oh, Rapunzel. Rapunzel, right. Okay. Uh, we have Sebastian from a Little um, Little Mermaid. We have Lumiere <laughs> from Beauty and the Beast. And Raja from Aladdin, right? I think that's correct, yes. Okay. So, I was going to say the like, Jungle Book, but no, that's wrong. Yeah. That... And yet I spend most of my time watching YouTube about Disney parks. I can't even remember who Raja is. That's great. Right. It's like, it's is it Scar? No, that's Lion yeah. King. <laughs> wrong tiger. Tony? No, no not the cereal. <laughs> All right, so um, I'm going to pick Miko for mine. Okay, and I'm going to pick Pascal. I know I could have gone with the other one, but... Uh, the obvious Mushu, choice? Mushu, yeah, but that's that's racist. I'm not... Well, oh, stereotypical. Okay. I, I like Mushu, but I don't know. Donkey Light? I No, thank you. D- okay, here's a question. Didn't um, Mulan, that animated movie, come out before Shrek? I, you know, I'm not sure. I think it had, because I remember... He blew up with Shrek. Mushu was like before. And I don't think it's Shrek-like. I think it's uh, Mushu. Mushu-like. Well, yeah. Mushu enhanced. <laughs> I mean, he makes fucking waffles. I mean, and, Mushu and does make porridge, makes hungry yeah. for, for Mulan. But I, I don't know. But he doesn't like parfaits. Everyone likes parfaits. <laughs> All right. So uh, the next question, which is your ideal living? We have a beach house. A lake house, deep in the forest, we have a cozy mountain town, we have a barren land, or a lush foothill. What's your picture? I'm going to go with a cozy mountain town. Cozy mountain town. Hmm. 
Uh, well, considering I took pictures of my <laughs> figures, I'm going to go with a lake house. Careful, Keanu Reeves might be there. I know. <laughs> 20 years later. How is this possible? Look in that mailbox. Yeah, watch the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> Careful what you pull out of the mailbox. All right. Oh, my God. What do you look for in a partner? A pulse? <laughs> At this time, we have honesty. Why did I have to spell a veteran that way? Like... It doesn't need a hyphen. Aventurous. Uh, kind. Loyal. That's a Mulan right there. Yeah, well. Uh, sense of humor and smart. Uh, what are you going to go with? Well, considering I found out this term not that long ago, I'm sapiosexual, which means I can... <laughs> Explain t- that. <laughs> yeah. Sapiosexuals uh, get turned on by smart people. Mm-hmm. I love... And I don't know what gets me excited, but I love when there's an intelligent conversation being had. That, I like this one. No, it just... no, not in that sense. That but sense. no, but that's that. That's the thing that I'm like, oh, that is a turn on. Just like humor. someone understands and yeah, uses yeah. pop culture references. Yeah, can quote literature or just yeah, that's good. Run the gamut, you know. That's the kind of thing I'm, I'm always looking for. So, so I'm going with smart. I also like smart women, but I'm going to go with sense of humor. They will have to with you. <laughs> yeah. Because to get your ah, such a, ah, ah. Ah. Am, I too cool for, am I too cool for the room? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> All right. Oh, my, my favorite question here. Which dessert best fits your personality? Birthday cake. Apple pie. Chocolate brownie with ice cream. Double chocolate cake. Tiramisu. Or fruit tart. <laughs> All right. Here's a process of elimination. Fuck you, fruit tart. You're too small. You're looking at the pictures. I'm looking at the pictures. Birthday cake. And I think sometimes I I love Cold Stone and I love their Your birthday personality. Cake. It's very bland. Apple pie. Uh, the way they do it is with a lattice work strip things. So. I don't like that kind of pie. I love like a Dutch apple pie. Mm-hmm. So apple pie is out of there. Uh, chocolate brownie uh, with ice cream. Unless it's warm, uh, I really, I don't know. I would go with that, but no. Tiramisu is fine, but sometimes the cocoa powder can just, when you eat it or inhale it, it's like a little bitter. Yeah, yeah, okay. So I'm, I'm sticking with the double chocolate cake. And I'm going to go, I think the best dessert, the dessert which best fits my personality, I think it's birthday cake. Birthday cake. Okay. All right, we have one more question left. Uh-huh. Finally, choose a non-Princess <laughs> Disney movie. We have the Aristocats. The Lion King. I've never King. seen the Aristocats. Really? And I have Disney Plus. Jesus Christ, Gene. I'm sorry. I haven't seen Bed Knobs and Broomsticks either. I haven't seen a lot of things. The Black but... Hole. No, I saw the Black Starflight, Hole. Well, recently. <laughs> well, I rewatched it. I've seen it. I've seen it. Just, you just know. don't remember it. You, you, you know. <laughs> All right, Keep going. Line, Keep reading. The, the Lion King. Now, these are the Lion King, not the, the, the live remake. action. It's just the animated Lion King, you know, the good one. <laughs> the Jungle Book, animated, you know, the good one. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland, not the Danny Elfman. Although, I do like Danny Elfman's version. 
I was fine. The with first it. one is fine. It was yeah. the, I think this is the first one. The second one, I'm like, dollars, uh, I think. All right, Lilo and Stitch, and Peter Pan. I've never seen Peter Pan. Okay, so you can't attack me. <laughs> That's not fair. I've seen a lot more than you. And you've been on the ride, yes? Yeah. Yeah, they, well, okay, fine. Well, anyway, go ahead. I've seen things, people. Oh, you want go. Go ahead. No, I already screwed up the line. Yes, you did. Um, what's your choice? Lilo and Stitch. Lilo and Stitch. I was thinking about that because I really do like... I love Lilo and Stitch. Yeah. My friends need to be punished. Love that. <laughs> Cobra Bubbles. <laughs> I told them the mosquitoes are endangered species. <laughs> Great. Wonderful. Does this look infected? <laughs> that and so many other wonderful lines. Um, I'm going to go with The Lion King because it's one of the few movies that... I truly felt like, oh my god, the opening moments of that Lion King with the song just like blew me away. So yes, and then when you watch Lion King one and a half, nope, <laughs> I've never seen it. I've never seen the second one. I refuse to. It is um, a bit of a mockery, a bit of a parody. Yeah, don't don't watch it. <laughs> just, yeah, no thanks. If you want your your memories of Lion King intact, don't don't just. All right, so before we reveal who's our Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try to guess each other's princess, and then the BuzzFeed will be... You're never going to do that. Well, Gene, just how many Disney princesses are there? There's like 13. <laughs> you can kind of guess what best... Okay, so food based on, on what you picked, you got to remember what you picked, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But just in general, you don't have to worry about like that BuzzFeed, like the match. Just what princess do you think that I would be based on what you know me for almost 30 years? <sighs> Your bell. You're smart. You know stuff. You know, you read a lot. I dance with animals. You do. You, do. you like animals. <laughs> I dance with wolves. No. <laughs> That's the wrong movie. You dance in the moonlight. Hey, my, you know, let me ask you a question. Have you ever danced with the devil, devil though, in the pale moonlight? moonlight? I knew you were going there. I know. I knew. <laughs> I'm like, ding. I saw that light really come on over <laughs> your head. I got one. <laughs> I'm sober today. I got this. <laughs> okay. Um, for you, I'm not doing Mulan because that's just too obvious. <laughs> racist, Monty. I know. Stereotypical but, and racist. And we're going to review the movie in a minute. But just try to think about your personality. Oh, fuck. That, I didn't even think of... Give yeah, it's mind. hard. It's hard. You threw it at me and I was like, that's not easy. Yeah. Princess Leia? No, she's not really a Disney. The alien, she is. The alien queen? Because they bought out Fox, so technically it is a princess. No, it's alien queen. Like, Elsa is a queen. She's not a Disney princess. Hmm. I mean, she was for a while, but now. Now she has her own uh, alternative lifestyle, potentially, as a yeah. Frozen 2. I mean, you're not really Moana, but I think Moana would be the closest thing because the, the thing of leading the family. Well, currently, my pick that, that it told me who I am, I think it's appropriate. Uh, it told, well, are we going to reveal yeah, our answer? Yeah, reveal. I got Rapunzel slash Ariel. And I feel like Rapunzel. As, as a caregiver, I'm currently trapped in my house. <laughs> and through the pandemic, this is actually perfect. I am okay. kind of rapunzel I get it. And yeah. uh, Ariel, sure, I'm a little ditzy sometimes and not quite. And you're living under sea of 
toys. No. <laughs> no, I'm a hoarder, Monty. You be kind. I'm trying to be kind. So, yes, I got Rapunzel and Ariel. On the inside, you're Rapunzel. You're quirky, funny, and a little weird. You also have a soft romantic side. On the outside, you're Ariel. You march to the beat of your own drum. You can be a little bit impulsive, but it's only because you're so adventurous. You're full of energy and cheer, which is why people tend to gravitate towards you. Your smile is infectious, as potentially is your COVID. No, I, I don't have that. I'm sorry. Uh, the, the, the impulsive side, things of that nature, your, your energy, yes. yes. I, I would agree with that. Because uh, you got plenty of thing about bobs. <laughs> I got 20. <laughs> but I want more. Uh, mine is, I got Tiana slash Pocahontas. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, what? Tiana's okay, 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 okay. Read it. Read it. It's like on the inside, you're Tiana. Okay. I don't know what that means. You're ambitious, focused, and hardworking. I guess, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh because of this, you're incredible with time management. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Yeah, because there's there's a lot that I'm managing at the same time. Uh, on the downside, you hardly ever take time for yourself, which is tr- kind of true. And your lucky numbers are... <laughs> <laughs> and your lucky Powerball number is... Uh, for another fortune, go to this... <laughs> you got to be in it to win it. <laughs> you know what you want to... Uh, you know what you want, and you'll do anything to achieve your dream because you don't give up. On the outside... This is the Pocahontas. I mean, the Pocahontas. <laughs> <laughs> on the outside, you're a Pocahontas. On the outside. I thought on you smelled bad on the outside. Is that what I smell? Uh, quiet, smart, and full of creative ideas. That actually fits. <laughs> that actually fits. Uh, you, bring some, uh, you bring your best to every situation, while sometimes you can be stubborn. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, you don't let that stop you from seeing other people's sides of the story. That is actually quite... Spot on. BuzzFeed. Amazing. BuzzFeed. <laughs> Thank you, BuzzFeed. We'll put the link for the this test, I guess, in the link below. And then you can do it and you can tell us who you are. Yes. As far as your princess. So, actually, that was kind of cool. That was fun. <laughs> I enjoyed that. And I, I don't have the taste of birdie bop beans in my mouth. Thank God. That will be coming back. I know. That will be coming back. Be prepared. Yeah, you, I'll tell you what. Be you watch prepared. the Harry Potter movies and then we'll do that. Which one? You watch the Harry Potter movies, and we can do that. <laughs> you want to go? You want to go down this road with me? Well, Fucker. Ja- I got a cat named Jasper now from the Jasper. <laughs> Why you call him Jasper? I don't. It just sounded right. No, it's after the book, the author. I know Jasper Ford. That yeah, but okay. uh, no one reads. <laughs> no, <laughs> people. Yeah. <laughs> see what happens. Yeah, the air no. affair. We'll see. I don't now know. You try to get it's me. It's a book. You had an autograph. For me, it still have it right. It's okay. All right. Moving on. Moving on. So Mulan finally has arrived on Labor Day weekend. Uh, amongst everything else, in that, which we had Tenant, we also had The Boys Season 2 uh, taking place. Um, there was a lot of stuff happening over Labor Day weekend. And Plus, there was Labor Day weekend. Did you watch any of these things during Labor Day weekend? No, because you were out on vacation. I was, on, like, I was at Gainesville like, living life to the fullest. Driving a thousand miles across the, taking the pictures. wastelands of Florida. Flat, dead Florida. Like, until you oh, get past look, Orlando. more trees. <laughs> oh, look. Marshland. 
and bugs smashing into my window. Did you have love bugs? Are they out now? It's fall. Not that it's nearly much. fall. Not that much. But they're out there now. So one of the things that um, was kind of like an issue was the price point of thirty dollars. Right. This is the, the number one. This is the controversy. Yeah. So right off the bat, if you do the math and you look at the pandemic situation, it was unlikely that many of us will be able to go to the theaters anyway. True. And even if that was the case, $10 like for three people, that's a decent price. So for myself and the kids, that's kind of like we can do that. Or if you have a family of four, even better. It breaks down even cheaper. Right. And once you buy it, it's yours. Right. So that's the logic that I, I went with until what? what The Friday it gets released or a day before, they said, you know what? Wait till December. Well, December we'll make- 4th. Yeah. yeah. We're going to release in early December. And that's, that's wonderful. And that's cool. And I liked kind of the way they shot themselves in the foot. But they'll let you know, <laughs> it's coming out. And the thing is, I mean, I, the way I watched it was, I, I have Disney Plus. Yeah. But I wasn't going to give them that $30 right now. I would, you know, but I have a sister that yeah. has more money than I do. And I was like, hey, Nance, can I get your password? <laughs> And I'm sure Disney calculated for that. I don't think it's a problem. It's fine. No, they know. They know. (laughs) They know. They know. Baskin Robbins knows. (laughs) So does Disney. I get it. What does Baskin Robbins know? It's Ant-Man. Oh. It's It's Disney Plus. (laughs) Okay. Baskin Um, Robbins knows. Go ahead, though. So putting that aside, I went into Mulan hoping that in my head it would not be like the other live-action adaptations of their animated movies, right? in the same vein that it was a musical and that it was good. And it was, it was not a musical. Right. And we'll get to our opinion in a minute, but I, I was okay with the whole thing. I, this is the only live-action Disney movie I've seen where I saw the trailer and I was like, I want to see that. Yeah. The first time I, I said that, I mean, I've seen the Aladdin trailer, I've seen all these other things. I'm like, no, Jungle Book, no... Beauty and the Beast, not even Beauty, not even the of Beauty all of things. Emma Watson. Yeah, right. I'm like of all things. No, I, I saw I, that, mm. and I got angry for two hours. Well, you wanted to see the, the Power Rangers movie. I was willing to watch <laughs> the Power the Rangers while I waited for my daughter to get out of her concert, but it was too late, so I had to watch Beauty and the Beast. And I'm like, I had my arms crossed, like I was watching Star Wars, or knew that the future was not bright. It was so painful to watch because it was a literal, almost a shot for shot, even down to the musical beats, and I really disliked that. For me, the problem was the the, the auto modulation of of Emma Watson's voice, mm-hmm. and <laughs> that lost me. I was like, "Oh, okay, mm. wow." So, the uh, another example <laughs> that uh, I wanted to bring up was that there's. I, I'm not sure if they're in the planning stages, but there's a, an idea of making the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, that is a comedy TV show, into a drama series. Right, right. They actually signed that, and I think that's going to be two seasons. Right. That's unheard of. Right. So mm-hmm. you already have a, a, a concept of what that is, and it has certain elements or beats that is going to follow, like his move from the East Coast to the West Coast to live with his uncle. But it's going to be a drama. So in this case, when you look at Mulan and that it's a musical, can you strip away the music and still have the drama and do a compelling story? 
And I think it does a fair job to deliver that on its own, that you don't really need to have the the reliance on the music like you would have to do with Aladdin or Beauty and the Beast or Lion King. It didn't have to do that. And that's the thing that I love more than anything else, that it wasn't that. And there was enough little elements in there to make it different from the actual movie that we saw growing up. How many times have you seen Mulan? Do you see, have you seen it enough? Do you know the beats? Do you know the, the film? Can you quote it? Do you sing I, the songs? The I, songs, I, yes. And I know Donnie Osmond saying, you know... Be a man, right. Yeah, be, the, which, make a man out of you, whatever it is. Yes. Right. Um, and, and listen to the score, which... It, I, it I, hints. It hints. It's cute. It's it, clever. It gets there. But here, like, there's none of that, but there are little notes, whether you hear it in the music cues or you hear it in dialogue. It, <laughs> it, it, it's, it's enough that I'm like... Thank you. Thank you for at least acknowledging what was done before, but you still are making it your own thing. And I love that. And that's what I think a lot of people are missing. Yeah, I, I, I'm upset that people are, are A, poo pooing the $30 fee. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I, I know, I'm already giving it you know, $7 a month, but $7 a month is it's $5 not. less than what I'm paying for HBO Max. Or half of what Netflix you know, is. And that's fine. And, and the $30. If you want quality content, look, it's a pandemic. Disney is currently suffering. Universal is suffering. And if you could have the viewpoint, that's fine. That's not my problem. But the idea is, no, it's a magical place. It, it's a place where you, that's, that's just trying to entertain you. And they're trying. They gave us Artemis Fowl. They're trying to keep you entertained. They know their content is, you've got to keep new content coming. And I think it was interesting that this same weekend they were like, all right, we're going to release Mulan for 30 bucks, but we'll also give you live-action Cinderella, which we didn't have on the, this, mm-hmm. this series before, in case you don't want that. And that has done very well. Surprisingly, uh, because they came out of the blue. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's there too. But you didn't, you didn't, you didn't know. Did you notice it? No. I noticed it. I'm like, wow. And yet I'm sad, like, okay, it's because today is, uh, what, it's uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And that The Simpsons. Mulan did not beat The Simpsons. Yeah. For trending. I'm like, oh, that's, that's bad. Yeah. But. So I think it, they, they shot themselves in the foot for the $30, saying that, no, we can wait till December also, you get it for free. But the, the long-term play here is that you get more subscribers. Right. And in December, if you don't have it, you'll, you'll probably get it, hopefully. Right. And again, I, I think this is a fine strategy. I, again, I feel badly for the people at Disney, because they're just trying to come, keep going. You know, again, the profits are down. It's a pandemic. This is a potential solution. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. But I think they learned from this, like, all right, so that's what happened. All right, so we're going to do this with Black Widow. We're going to do Black nope. Widow. We're, we're not nope, going to put nope, that up. Nope, 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 nope. We're not doing that. So, like, fuck that idea. It's supposed to be a billion-dollar movie. <laughs> this, but this Mulan movie, it was quality. I liked it. Yeah. It, it, it uh, for me, uh, it really followed the story pretty well. Not greatly edited. There were some things that were missing. Mm-hmm. Again, the scene where she cuts her hair and... A little weird on the editing, but I enjoyed it. I watched it with my mom. I watched it with my friends, yeah. you know, and I enjoyed myself. I, and, and did you feel it was slow at any point? A lot of the critics were like, it's so slow, it's boring. I'm like... So the, the moments in which worked for me were the bookends. The, the, the beginning scenes with Mulan and her, and her dad, mm-hmm. and the one at the very end about them being reunited. I think to me that really tugged in my heartstrings deeply only because uh, me going to Gainesville, I took my daughter with me and I got to see 
uh, my stepfather, who was my, my like my real father, um, his his military site where he was buried at, and it's been like over twenty five years since he died, and she was named after him. So she said, you know, she was very proud to have his namesake. So it, it just it felt like that moment watching with Mulan, you know, family, the family thing, the strength of family, yeah. So it, that's where it, it warned me in that sense, and it wasn't like you know a cheap shot. No, it was legit. I saw that there was a lot of nuanced performance with her, with Mulan. But yeah, I I think the soldiers they had some personalities. I thought cricket. That the animated figure that was yeah okay brought over. Where is little brother? Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a little sister here. We and she's afraid of spiders for some yeah. reason. Okay, go with that. <laughs> but then they made cricket a uh, live action soldier. I know. And I'm like okay. I've seen it like three times already. Right. Cause Did I, you? I, I feed my mother. I'm, okay. I'm changing my mother. I'm watching Mulan. I'm like, all right, I, I missed that last time. It's, yeah. It's... So. The personalities that you would see in the animated ones with the soldiers, the, the different yeah. sizes, and because I'm not saying they all look alike, but they all kind of look alike. When you have the uniforms, I couldn't yeah, tell them yeah, apart. Yeah, I know, I know. You you, th- th- say the name. <laughs> oh no, what's his name? My my romantic interest. Where are you? Right, right under the snow. Then physically impossible. I will pull you out somehow. Yeah. sure, whatever. <laughs> but I, I think the highlight for me was uh, uh, the the witch and the and, witch was cool and Mulan. Um, I, at one point, I'm like, I'm always hearing the dialogue, join me. That was really subtle, though, to me. It was, and it, it did feel a little convoluted. The, you know, like, I was like you once, but it's not our time. You know, I mean, this was very feminist, mm-hmm. very empowering towards women, yeah. which I, I enjoyed. I was like, that's cool. Right. And because back then, you're repressed, and the scene with the dad, like, mm-hmm. it's decided, this is it, that's what we're doing. I'm like, right. That's like dinner in my family's house when I was a right. kid, and my dad had the final word. I'm like, I get that, mm-hmm. and um, I thought it was a beautiful movie. It looked great. I was constantly there's always something to look at. Yeah, and I even though there's a problem like the opening shot, people don't like the fact that she's practicing her chi, you mm-hmm. know, and, and using the sword because she's she's badass. Yeah, which is a little weird, you know, but but it even fit. That- the things you're going against the sorceress, you right. have to be able to fight. Yeah. And that was the whole this little change, but it was all right. Yeah, but uh, I think you know the, the the not the mascot, but the, the character that follows Mulan and the this, Phoenix, the <laughs> Phoenix, not the dragon anymore, not yeah. Mushu, just the Phoenix that helps yeah. you out. Just this but, way, come but this even way. then, I was just like, this is one shot in which she kind of like comes into her own, mm-hmm. and you see the wings of the Phoenix behind her, and I'm like, beautiful. Do you know what that was? I was watching with my friend Lori, like, oh, so they took that from Game of Thrones. I'm like, no, they. <laughs> the game of season eight has something like that, and I was like, "Yeah, okay," but it was cool. I was like, "Oh, yeah, cool." <laughs> but if it's a kids' movie, they haven't seen Game of Thrones. This is their first time. It's cool, right? right. Don't ruin it for them. But this is PG thirteen, and I was like, oh, "You're watching like, well, people are getting killed. There's no blood, right. but oh, Jesus!" Like that, uh, the Lion Witch in the Wardrobe, that big battle scene. And I'm like. No one's getting blood on the sword, but it's okay. PG-13. <laughs> um, I was kind of... Star Trek, Star Trek uh, 6. Pink blood. Pink, Pink blood. Pink blood. Don't want red. Pink popped up small. So we're okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was fine with it. I'm like, 
I love the action sequences. I love that <coughs> that even though you have the wire works everywhere in a fantasy setting, you go with it. Will you rewatch it? Yeah. I'm, I'm rewatching it every every few days because like, I'm well, mom's not watching anything. It's it's fun enough. It's it's good. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and again, the idea of Disney trying to take their properties into a different genre or a different format is like enough already of doing this. Unless you do it like you did with Mulan, in which, again, you made enough changes that it's different from the animated movie, and it's its own thing. You can't do that. I mean, Lion King, I didn't want to see that. I... I, I I won't watch it. Right, but if we do something like Julie Taymor and you do like a Broadway stage play, and you have a different way of presenting that story, I'm in. Like you talk about Julie Taymor who did the the Lion King, right? And the, then then thing. then did the the, 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 the Spider Man thing, right? Okay. Into the dark, right? So if you do that, that's fine. But I don't want to see like a shot for shot. I'm like we've seen this already. Don't make it repetitive. You know? No, I, I was really happy with the, the live-action Mulan because I don't think the, the 1998 version was that great. The animation is kind of corny. It's corny, it, and it's kind of stereotypical. You know, I, 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 I was kind of... It's mildly offensive to me. I, I, I'm Asian, and I'm like, that, okay. Not, didn't quite fit. Just not quite. Right. Uh, but this Mulan, the live-action is more respectful, I thought. For, for the Asian culture. And it was kind of a gift to China because Disney was like, we can make money over there. Let's redo Mulan. Live action. Yeah. No singing. And just and then they have their own controversy currently with, politically with that situation. Right. But so, I don't even want to address that. <laughs> well, I, I've talked about the whole Hong Kong and China situation with a video game. Uh, I forgot the games. Oh, my God. I talked Sorry. about it in a previous podcast. Okay. So you you can figure out what I talked about there, but you know, it 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 doesn't help Disney's situation when you have this controversy among everything else dealing with Mulan trying to fight an audience, yeah. you know. But if is is there something that you would want to see else done in that vein, like Mulan that is done differently that we saw before? Well, they're going to be doing Little Mermaid soon, but they're going to make it more multicultural, ethnic, right? Which is more appropriate, but that may end up shooting them in the foot as well. But I think that the idea with Disney's—we're a big corporation, and this is the way it should be done. You know what I mean? Right. We're, we're trying to kind of like Hamilton, in which the color should not matter anyway, as long as you're entertained and you do something different, like you present st- like history in a different way but i think i think what it is is it's it's a product of its time and i think that for the last 4 years we've kind of stepped backwards as a society mm-hmm. you know i mean before obama was in the white house uh gay marriage was heavily frowned upon right and then after the 8 years it's fine right. and that's that makes the world a better place mm-hmm. so i think that disney is trying to grow and diversify its tales we did it once it was good but make improvements, change the story, right. modernize, update it, as they did with Mulan. The the stuff with like Lion King, 
sure. that's that's a shot for shot remake and I mean I understand the whole notion of getting a black all black cast. Mm-hmm. Like with Black Panther, but to me it didn't do anything different from what it did before. So it didn't really like spark that imagination or that feeling. And and how did you see it feel about like the other movies? Did you see Aladdin? I mean we'll talk no. about you haven't seen Aladdin. Aladdin was okay. Will Smith is, is he does what he should, he makes it his own. But it's still a little for me. It was a little slow. I was like, "Oh, okay," because <laughs> they 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 kept the songs in, and right. and sure, Jasmine has a new song where she talks more about her freedom and potential independence. But it's like, yeah, that that doesn't really help me. Does <laughs> Tiger sing too? No, I don't. No. Okay, they're great. No, no. Well, at least Gilbert Gottfried <laughs> wasn't in this. That... You know, <laughs> Affleck. Then something racist. Then he's gone. And then they replace him with the same actor that's, or a different actor that sounds just like him. Wait, wait, no, 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 racist. I think he made a joke about the tsunami. Sorry. Uh, oh, tsunami. Yeah, something like that. Or 9 11 or something. Yeah, it's something inappropriate. But again, they wanted to, like, no, let's do something different. And they got an actor that sounds just like him. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yes, as they did with, with Secret Life of Pets 2 with C.K. Lewis. Oh, yeah. But Secret Life of Pets 2 wasn't that great. I don't think. <laughs> I was like, okay, that was weird, but okay. So, moving forward, do you want to see Disney's versions of live action like this, or do you prefer more of the animated musicals? Disney has a problem in that they have to keep trying to entertain us. Right. You know what I mean? You failed the Star Wars. Uh, Let's talk about that real quick, because that was news about John Boyega. Not to kind of, like... Beat it to the ground, and, and and now it's all it's all leaking out. He's yeah. in Daisy Ridley's throwing throwing Kathleen Kennedy under the bus. I'm like, yeah. wow, this is just it was that bad. Like, yeah, I was supposed to be Obi Wan's kid. I'm like, right, oh, like saying? what? <laughs> yeah, this thing has like nine different endings. We didn't know what we were doing. I'm like, oh, that must have been chaos on the set. Yeah, you know, and and, and I, again, I feel bad because again, when they had. Uh, the Last Jedi guy, they 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 were saying that we know our characters now, yeah, and that's great. But it went the wrong direction, so Disney had a, a, a year or two to regroup, give it back to JJ. But JJ's like, oh, I I wasn't expecting this. You didn't yeah. follow my blueprints. I will try this, and yeah. I I don't know when. And he's creative, and yet when he sat there after months of working, it's like it's not going to please everybody. All right, and there was like, no, it has to. I'm like, <laughs> that's but not gonna happen. Can't do that. <laughs> And it shows, you know. I, I, I'm sorry for those who do like it. I'm not knocking you, but... Uh, it, it, it you, is, you and I should watch it together. I would like that at some point. I have not seen it since the first time. I, I oh. have. And I'm like, right. wow, this is terrible. Right. <laughs> but so to, to John Boyega's point is that, you know, here you are. You make me like the poster child, so to speak, for The Force Awakens. The first shot in the trailer is his face. Mm-hmm. And then the backlash started. And it just was unrelenting. And then you push his character to the side. And then, of course, we had the hot mess that we have with Rise of Skywalker. So not that this is connected, but it's still part of the Disney brand. Where are we going to go with this? Because, you know, Pixar for a while was more superior to Walt Disney. Mm -hmm. Pixar also suffered with its quality and storytelling. But, you know, Disney had a whole little... um, Renaissance period with its musicals. And I think it started with, um, I think with The Little Mermaid. And they had hit after hit after hit that every animated movie was a musical. 
and it, it, it ran the gambit from Hercules to the Hunchback to Mulan, the Pocahontas, and all that. So, and, and now that's kind of stopped for a bit. I can't remember what was the last. No, Moana was the last musical. But I, I think I think the idea also is that the it's not generally it's not Disney's fault. It, it's potentially the writer's fault and or the producer's fault. You know what I mean? Because it's right. a team effort thing. Right. You know, again, the fact that that Kelly Marie Tran, uh, you know, was created in the Last Jedi. Right. Her character just doesn't do that much in that movie, but then and is completely sidelined in Rise of Skywalker, and right. that that's a failing. Uh, on on the part of Star right. Wars and Disney, but now she's got she's got a new movie coming out soon, where she's doing the lead actors of Raya, the Last Dragon, which is a Disney film. So they're trying to make it up. They are. Your talent is talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? We we may not treat you well on this project. And, it just and, got away from us. I right. get that. We, the franchise kind of. I don't know. From what I read about that, that the actress prior to the, her role of getting that mm-hmm. was fine, but when she came in, did her her audition or whatever, they kind of like replaced her with Marie. So. Marie was outstanding. So you're saying it's kind of like like uh, oh god her we, we had they had the, the 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 girl oh I can't remember I'm so sorry I can't remember your name the girl from um uh, what Minority Report she she was doing the voice but it didn't work and they're like well what about Scarlett Johansson like oh. sure yeah that yeah we'll just okay and, and that was much better but you know I mean these are creative choices yeah but that's that's where we're at right this point where do we kind of write the ship because. Um, Pixar has Soul coming out eventually. That's probably gonna. I'm pretty sure that's gonna go to Disney Plus <laughs> yeah. for payment. Um, because again, you, the theaters aren't open, and yet I don't know. Right. So there, there, there's, there's no cash cow at this moment that can really weather the storm. I don't think the streaming service. Until the Marvel TV stuff comes out, but again, that's just been delayed by the pandemic. It's not their fault. It's no I one's know. fault, right? Exactly. But you have now like so many different things going on, like our lives. You know, with the pandemic, with racial injustice and political upheaval and all that. So many different things going on at the same time. The wildfires are going on, um, murder hornets and all that. Disney is kind of like all over the place, having all these little different fires. Uh, to be put out. The question then, what should Disney, as far as their animated movies, continue doing? Because, you know, like I said, Moana, I think, was the last movie that they did, and Lin-Manuel Miranda did its music for that. And it was a Have you seen Mary Poppins Returns yet? No. (laughs) Sorry? (laughs) I was just wondering. No. No. Um, I'll eventually see it. But... You know, if it's going to be a live action, that was live action musical. And that was okay. It the shows the songs weren't as memorable, weren't as good, in my opinion. Right. But it's passable. I mean, Emily Blunt does a great job. Yeah, and I'm, I'm sure the plot wasn't that great for me. It wasn't that compelling. I was like, well, yeah. no, all right. But then again, what do you do? How do you continue that and and have that re golden age again that you once had, like with Little Mermaid? I think honestly. In these trying times, it's going to take some time. You know, again, they were, I'm sure they were filming some things, or they were starting to film. And then the pandemic, you can't do anything for six months to a year. Right. You just can't, because everyone's terrified. It's a deadly virus. So it's going to take time to get back. I think the, the smartest things for us as, as people, as consumers, is, is 
to just be patient, be kind, you know, and understand. But the thing is, that the the machine has to get fed. The monies have to come in. You know what so I mean? So speak. Yeah. So it's 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 rough. It's 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 a dangerous time. You know what I mean? I mean, companies are closing down. Mm-hmm. It's just it's and Disney's is, is in a fight for its life in a weird way. The good thing is that Disney has support because they've they've got like billion dollar loans they can get yeah. from banks, so they're going to be okay. But yeah, it's going to take a while to you know we go back to the movie theaters. They're just still trying to do with that situation, right? Or the parks themselves, right? You know. And it's it's still dangerous, but they've got to reopen. Yeah. Again, I don't think it was wise for Disney to reopen. Disney World to reopen here in Florida when they're still not even opening in California. Yeah. But we've got our governor. We've got a you know, and just that's fine. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. But okay. But again, it's it's a big world, uh, and we just want entertainment, but safety first. No, I get it, and I. But and, and that's got completely off topic. But. I know, but it, to turn again to bring it back to like what was Mulan. You know, here is something new. Give it a shot. Yeah, and, and, and give the money. $30 isn't going to kill you. If it is, if it's that painful, do what I did. Get a friend's. Right. You know, share. At, at the very share. least. And watch it. Right. Um, because, again, I think creatively this is a good direction that they can go to. I'm just sorry that it failed. But, like, I'm sorry, CBS All Access has kind of failed. Yeah. Oh, uh, Melissa Finn, I was, tra- I was strangling my head. Like, what was the last good live, uh, live action movie they did? The first Maleficent, right? I love the first one. I did too. But the second one. Let me give you this. My thing was, I was not expecting much of anything. Uh huh. And then all of a sudden, we see like this backstory of Melissa Finn, and she has like this brood of other. Yeah, her people, her people come up, and then it's like a Game of Thrones kind of battle but then, sequence. But then that's something I'm like, oh my god, this is beautiful. I did not expect something to see that done well. So that's the kind of stuff that I'm like, yeah, it, you can do a Sleeping Beauty with a, a villain and do her story and do it differently. Do something like that if that's the take we want to do. Yeah, but Mistress of Evil did not I know. do nearly the blockbuster the first I one know. did. And same thing with Alice in Wonderland. The first one was fantastic. The second one, almost I could I couldn't even finish it. It's not that great. But do these kind of books, and maybe give it a fresh paint and co- uh, a fresh coat of paint, and just do it without music. That that that's a, that's a risk. Yeah, this was a risk. Again, Mulan was a risk. Um, but I think it, the things that people aren't going to give it a chance. They will in December. Yeah. Maybe. And then, then maybe they'll be like, oh, this wasn't that bad. I won't give you my 30 bucks. Like Solo. Right. But, you know, and I, I like it, but I think it's up to us if we liked it. You have friends at Disney, pitch it. Come right. over to my house, watch it. Even though Disney won't get its money, the idea is try new things. You got nothing else going on, so you might as well watch something different. All right. So, outro. Uh, <laughs> outro. Outro. We're done. There. How's that for an outro? Um, I think for our next podcast, depending on me, you saw you saw the three episodes of yep. uh, the boys. Yep. Okay, so let, just, just just it just gets the ball rolling. Yeah, so I'll try to get on board with that, and then sometime in the next week or two, we'll talk about that. And and if not, 
We need to do this more often. We're, we're a little off our game. And yeah. It's fun, but but you know it's I, fun. We hope you enjoy at least you know talking or listening to us doing the Disney Princess test and hi Misha. Misha. <laughs> yeah, let's not forget the one listener, Misha, because we Misha, Misha. We, no, my, no, we my Misha? No, I don't know. Misha. We got to work on that. Work on that. It's not a thing. No. Stop trying to make it a thing. It's not a thing. I know it's not a thing. <laughs> All right. So on that note, uh, remember to, if you want to comment or send us your uh, Disney princess results, you can email us at monsterstifishow at gmail.com. Remember, follow me on Instagram and, and kind of like my Star Wars samurai figures. Give me an idea. Again, maybe there's a prize in it for you guys. Who knows? Just kind of wailing in here. Not wailing in Yeah. I'm just trying to like... You're just dying. I'm, I'm, <laughs> trying, I'm trying to throw a dart at something to see if it sticks, and nothing is sticking. All right. So on that note, thank you for listening to us on a Monster Sci-Fi show. It's sci-fi. Want to see it? From a certain point of view. Thank you, Gene. Aya. Aya. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping for the Tee Public Store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek.